Blog Talk Radio. about 
where you are and who you're listening to is that you do get answers, hopefully the ones that you want to know the answer to. Hi, everyone. You are listening to the best metaphysical show probably in the universe. Well, I'm going to say the best metaphysical show in the universe. You're listening to Bonnie Albers on air. And I have my co-host with me, Jerry Humphreys. We might be separated by a pond that is so big, I don't know if I could swim it, but we are here with you today. So please help me welcome Jerry Humphreys, right from the UK, a spirit, medium, animal communicator, therapist, a person-centered counselor, Reiki master teacher, and a teacher of metaphysics, and so much more. I just, I'm jealous, so I'm not going to go into it. Help me welcome him to the house. Hi, Jar. Hi, Bonnie. Hi, everybody. I am so excited, Jaron, because we have a great show for everyone today. Uh, before I start, though, Jerry, you know we've got some sad news, and I just wanted to put that out to everybody. I'd like everybody to please send wishes to our own Brenda Brand and Annabelle Miller. They have been on the show forever, probably six, seven years. Um, they just had a loss in their family that was very, very – I don't know that it was sudden, but it was uh, tragic for everyone involved because, you know, when we pass, it's always tragic or – you know, that's what we hope everyone thinks. So please, Brenda and Annabelle, I love you so much, and so does everyone that is involved with the show. And we send out wonderful healing wishes and love to your family. Okay, Jar, how are you today? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. The weather's been a bit dull here in the UK, or well, in my part of the house, but yeah, I've been uh, keeping myself busy as usual. Well, you know, I must have been thinking about you or channeling you this morning because I haven't drank Earl Grey tea in forever. And right in front of me, before the show started, I made Earl Grey tea. Do you know what Earl Grey tea is? Yes, it's not my cup of tea. Your pardon the pun. <laughs> but it is a UK brand tea because I know it says that. So the good news is that I am channeling your country and from my country to yours. Yay! Uh, Today, well, before we start, I just want everyone to know that you do so much and you give so much and you donate your time to a lot of things metaphysically. Uh, You do this for a living as we all do. And I do want you to tell everyone, should they want a private reading with you for animal, people, mineral, or things that they can always get you uh, for a private reading session or classes? So could you please tell them how to find you? For sure. The best way to see what I do, and if you want to book any of the services that what don't uh, you and do? Things that I, work. I mean, maybe you should just. What don't that. I do? I don't. I, I'm not. I yeah. don't. I don't mean gas. I don't mean gas leaks, and I'm uh, and I'm no good as a plumber. Um, uh-huh. Anything metaphysical, <laughs> you can find on my website. There is a contact form on the contact page, uh, which is the best way of getting in touch to um, inquire about bookings, etc. 
or you'll find me on all the usual social media outlets, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, etc., etc. So, um, but the, the best way that you'd like to get in touch is to get hold, and of course, Google Business, uh, is to send me an email, uh, and that will always get replied within uh, at least 24, hopefully within 24 hours. I love that. And Jerry is probably not going to tell you, but he's putting some uh, classes together coming up. I believe it's the end of November. So if anybody's interested in taking metaphysical classes, now's the time. I believe it's once a month, but Jerry can explain it to you after you email him if you are so worthy. So I'm going to ask you, Jerry, what is the animal uh, spirit for today? The uh, medicine animal for today um, is the bat, um, which is the animal of rebirth. Um, oh, I as love you know, that uh, people that when a, when a bat uh, roosts at night, it hangs upside down, which is the position a baby assumes before it's born. But what the bat is suggesting also is that if there's anything you've been putting off, perhaps a fear of change or a change that you know is imminent or needs to be dealt with and it's causing you a little bit of angst or worry this is a great time to rebirth and face all your fears uh, because they can be dispelled in a blink and then this new energy this rebirth energy can come into your um, into your aura and start to move you forwards before the end of the year and that's quite key because we might be under pressure, in quotes, by the end of the year for one reason or another. But on a personal level, this is a great time to get prepared and ready and also to implement, as I said, any of those changes or a change that you have perhaps been avoiding. Um, so it's the, the bat says, face the fears, they will flood away extremely quickly before you know it uh, and then you can start to grow and manifest the things that you want before the end of 2021 depending of course on your date of birth what that might relate to Uh, but there is a a definite uh, shift in vibrations for you if you choose to welcome them I love that you know it's really funny because one of the little girls I talked to recently, she wanted to be a bat. So I can't really think of, and for Halloween, which is what, in another couple days. So that is a great uh, spirit animal to bring through. And I'm glad you brought it through because I didn't even know the meaning of the bat. But then, you know, I probably did and then forgot it. So that is totally me. You know, there's a movie for that bat. And it came to me as you were talking about it. For anyone who wants to see one of the best bat movies I've ever seen, please buy Walt Disney's or download at my, Walt Disney's Fern Gully because Batty is the best bat I know. So everyone, please remember today is about the bat. And you want to hear something weird, Jer? Uh, I Just off on a different subject, but my daughter kept feeling that there was something in her room. This is when she was probably, I don't know, even early teens, maybe um, 
maybe it was right before she was getting ready to go to college. So maybe 16, 15, 16, something. And she kept saying a bird flew in her room. And I, I, I looked, I looked, I didn't see it. I didn't see it months later. Okay. I mean, I looked, I pulled everything apart because, you know, I wouldn't want anything to die in my house. And I kept the, every, everything kept going in Lauren's room and I couldn't figure it out. Why? Well, guess what? There was a bat in between her curtains. And that was what was there that she kept saying was a bird. And well, of course, by the time we found it, it wasn't, you know, there anymore. But can you imagine a bat in your room? It's most unusual. Most unusual. Yeah. And thinking about it, or, you know, that you said it's about change, that was when she was getting ready to go to college. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's just a story, little trivial story. And there is uh, a, some things I would want to talk to you about, but, and, and on the show in just a second, but, I also drew a flower card. I did find my flower deck. So I'm so happy because, you know, I'm all about flowers and it was missing for a while. Anyway, I pulled the war up. It is because and become the true you. Become the true you. Show the world who you really are and what you were born to do. So I love this card that goes along with the bat. Sometimes people need a new transition or a new uh, outlook or they need change in order to become the truth you. Because a lot of people, and I'm assuming this card is for somebody who's on or all of us, um, some of us uh, suppress a lot of who we are to either please people, um, succumb to peer pressures, family pressures, which would go along with the holidays and, and, and uh, fear that, you know, that you didn't get the right thing, do the right thing, say the right thing, invited the right people. And this is saying become the true you. Just shine because when you become the true you, everyone gets to know who you are and the pretensions of everything that you, you feel like you have to do disappears. So, again, this flower, bring it to you, call it to you, put it in your home, or just think about it, draw a picture of it or get it. It's the, the warat. So, and it's a beautiful flower. It's like a deep, deep red pink. So, anyway, there's your two cards for today. Jerry, you said something when we were talking probably a few weeks ago, that really stuck with me. Of course, most things that you do say stick with me, but this one was very, very, uh, I just keep thinking about it. And it was, and it's probably because it has several meanings. And so I kind of wanted to bring it to everybody and it may be, I'm going to hold it for another show possibly because today is right is our Halloween show. It's about Halloween. And I think we, we both, went into this that, you know, they say that the veil is so much thinner at this time. And I really feel like the veil is thinner all the time. And that maybe because everyone is thinking about it, that's how it becomes thin for them. But there are a few holidays uh, associated with that in this short period 
which is uh, right after Halloween. I, I feel it's the Day of the Dead. Um, it has a de Dia de Muerto or something in Mexico. And there is several days, November 1st, October 31st, that that feeds into the whole living dead thing. So uh, how do you feel about the holidays coming up, my friend? How do I feel about them? Yeah. Um, Are you well, feeling the, all good? For me, you see, this is the Halloween um, is, I would say, a pagan festival, in my opinion. So it was something that was brought about, I don't know how long it's been in existence for, hundreds of years probably. Um, and it, obviously, as you know, it's, it is suggested that on that particular day, the veil between our world and the next is at its thinnest, and that's when the spirits and ghouls and ghosties will walk the earth plane. Um but, you know, because of the work that uh, I do, we do, to me that veil is always, um, uh, if you like, accessible because otherwise I couldn't do the work that I do. Um, so it's um, it, it's something which people, you know, and I, I believe it uh, originated more in the, in the USA rather than here in the UK, um, but I don't know. It's a, I, I don't know the full history of it because it's something that I've never really connected with. Um, and at the moment, in this year in particular, I would suggest that because of all the restrictions that people have been under, it's just a good way for people to let their hair down, perhaps a little bit, and enjoy themselves. Although it seems to be mainly aimed at children rather than adults. Um, but you know, it's it's. It, 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 it's not a religious festival. It's a pagan festival, in my view. Well, what is a pagan? Can you tell me what that is? Is that somebody? I mean, well, I don't really know. Religion isn't pagan a religion, so maybe I'm not. I, I really can't figure it out. So, uh, you I know, I suppose there are some I that would say that it is, but I, I can't really. You know, that's something that I'm not really. Um, uh, keyed up on because it's not something I've really gone into. Yeah, it's just crazy. So I, I, you know, everything really boils down to what you feel, and there's so many factions of of religion and all that. So I, that's why I love when holidays aren't religious because then there's just happy, joy, emotional, and no uh, prejudice or connotation. So I love that. Um, and I and I and there are many things that I love about every holiday. So that's great. I tell you, um, and the subject I was going to bring up, Jerry, and you're going to say, "Oh, Bonnie, that has nothing to do with this." So that's why I'm kind of hesitant to bring it up. But I did, since I did bring it up, I wanted to uh, tell you. I, you had said a statement to me, and I loved it. And I still can't. I can figure it out, but I feel like it's it's such a deep subject, when vast, and I want to get into it and break it apart. And you had said, in my father's house, there are many mansions. And I'm thinking, well, where's my mansion? I said that today. And so in my father's house, uh, and your father's house, and everybody's father's house, my mansion sits up at top because I want that mansion. But I'm, I'm not sure 
And I can only figure that when people pass, Jerry, that each mansion, or it's, it, it, I'm sure it's a metaphor, uh, it, it holds the different uh, souls that were either uh, better or best. I'm not quite sure. So when you hear that statement, in my father's house, we have many man. There are many mansions. Can you just break down what that means for us? No, not really, because it's individualistic. I love the the fact that you think that you should have your own mansion, though. I think that's rather rather <laughs> telling. Well, why would I want to share it? Right. Why would I want to share it? Like, I want that mansion, and it's going to sit pretty high. And I do with every mansion. I'm not alone because there's going to be servants there, I would imagine. And so, you know, I just love all that. I and don't really in the think other that's mansion, the way you should, be, you should be looking at it, to be quite honest. <laughs> it's just, oh, well, it's just, well, you said I, we all I, had I, our I, aspects it, of a mansion. I understand. No, it's not about you, though, is it? It's about spiritual energies. It's about spiritual um i don't know how i how you would define it spiritual planes you know everybody you know is everybody's different everybody's unique and we all grow and learn and develop at different rates um but that doesn't mean to say that once we've crossed back in back as you call it back home that we can't still grow and gain more spiritual wisdom so to me, the mansions are like halls of learning, halls of healing, um, and you know. But it's it's not about not about having an individual mansion. I think that's cute. Uh, but it, it's I'm, there are there are places I where you cute. can grow, you, where you can learn. I know you said you're going to say you're only joking. Uh, but no, way, I am cute. What I was right, I was going to say I am cute. You said you're cute. I said yes, I am cute. <laughs> no, I no, said the thought I of you that. having your own mansion in the thought of you having your own mansion in spirit. I think that's well, I can't stay. Well, I'll let you come. I'll let you come, Jerry. I will let you knock on the door, and my servants will let you in because I love you, and you're a part of our group. So don't well, feel I, you what I would say is I may not come down to your I may not come down to your level. Ha. Huh. <laughs> I guess you missed the part about how high my mansion was. But I have to tell you. So I need to ask you a pointed question and Kelly is on, so I'm gonna pick her up and and get her uh her view too. But so and I always go back to and we will be, please don't feel we're not going to pick you up. I just have to get in this conversation. Uh, I always go back to something Mark Anthony said, and he wrote the book. He was a psychic lawyer, and he's written several books. I think he has a new one out in October, and he's been on the show several times. He he said that when he brought one of these his client's sons through, who came through with him was his killer. So the mother was very upset and said, how could they be with Junie? How could he be in the same place? Which would upset me too. And he said, the only because your son left him, he forgave him, but he does not reside in the same place Junie does. 
So my point is this, would those many mansions, would there be like a house of horrors? I mean, you know, like you don't want somebody who, you don't want people who have murdered, who have stolen, who have cheated in your mansion. So do you feel that's just another mansion for people that have to aspire to all the other mansions? How do you look at people who aren't really, really, um, who don't assimilate well on this earth, who, who do very atrocities, everybody has, bad atrocities? Everybody has, everybody has the right to grow. Everybody has, uh, I suppose, the right to be able to stand before their book of life and make recompense for the things that they've done. There's no... There's no reason, and we can't prove any of this scientifically. This is just purely my opinion before anybody else wants to jump up and down. Everybody has the right to be forgiven. That is what prime existence of whoever you connect with is all about. It's about love and forgiveness. If people don't, when they cross over, aren't their spirit is not allowed to heal, then what's the point of anything, you know? We might just well, yeah, that know, was my next. Well, we might just well right, forget that there's a heaven at all. Well, that was my next statement because I feel like if you've done really terrible atrocities, you don't just go to the mansion that your angels are in. That is something you have to earn. So How do you, you know? How do you out. know? You don't know. You don't know that. I don't know. Right, I don't. No, I none certainly of us do. don't That's want to be point. in a mansion with, with, of, <laughs> with the killers. Yes, but hang but. on a minute. You cannot... You, you, sorry, that is that is false premise because when a, when a soul leaves the body, the body is left behind, the human stuff is left behind. A spirit does not take in, in, in my view, unless it, gets, unless it becomes stuck, does not take into the into the universal realms all the human qualities that it had because that is means that it's not a spirit if you see what I mean and when it and as we understand it and you know we are to be proved wrong when you stand before your your book of life and you are judged on the things that you have done you are given the opportunity to make recompense, so it is suggested, and I'm not the only one that says this, to make recompense and heal the things that you have done. So if that person's human killer came through in spirit, it's because they had atoned for the sins that they committed on earth, and they wanted to make recompense. They do not hold any human qualities. But that is what you're assuming and saying, and that is completely wrong, in my opinion. Well, I wasn't saying it, and in what I, what I felt is just what I, what I look at. So what I feel is there is consequences and karma to your actions, and you don't, you don't leave here without those. It's weighed, whether it's good or it's bad. You have karma. And so when I look at that, I look at if you've had some weighty karma, you're not going to have a light life because to make up your karmic responsibilities to what you've done, you are going to have to make recompense, and it might be in another life. 
or 10 or 15. It might be, but it might be that you're here to, to go through that karmic existence in this earth life. You know, hence, the, you know, why some people say, you know, what are we here for? Well, we're here to understand the choices mm-hmm. that we've made. So maybe we are here to go through that karmic cycle to repair those things and understand them before we transcend back into spirit again. So, yes, it's possible that things we might have to go through one, two, three or more earth existences or human existences to make recompense for those, or we might not. That's the point. You cannot say that is a definite because none of this is scientifically proven. So, you know, I'm that sorry, but true. I still stand by what I said, that when a, when oh, a soul crosses, I don't, it's, I don't it's, dispute it's you. back into spirit again. I do not dispute you. I am just choosing my mansion well, that's all. Now, <laughs> I am going to, no, but what, we have a no, lot that, of callers. No, no, but that's also Go saying ahead. that you want to, to, to be in an individual existence in spirit and only choose who you connect with. Well, I have a feeling that you're going to find that is far from it when when you do cross back over because there are things that you hold on to that you should be healing in this earth life that you're going to have to face when you cross over. Of course. That's what, all about karma. I get it. And and you know what? I don't want to be, be alone. I'm not mansion. in alone existence. Oh, yes, I am, and it's going to have my daddy in it. It's going to have my mommy and all my children and all my friends. So I am not saying I want to be alone in that castle, but I want to be with my peeps. So I, I am going to okay, pick well, my I have mansion. To, I have to say that I feel that you're, that you're trying to set yourself up above, above other people. and that I just have <laughs> a feeling, my dear, that you're going to be very much mistaken. I will meet you there, and I will wave to you from above. So, and I will let you into my mansion chair. But, you know, this is all, you know, like I said, we can talk about it in in great depth. I so um, get, and the reason I brought this up is because if there are so many mansions, Jerry, what are the mansions? Are they healing rooms? Are they for some people, for other people? And that's why I'm asking you when you use that that expression, in my father's house, there are many mansions. There's not one mansion. There's many. So what are the many mansions? I think the answer is you'll have to wait to find out. As I said, my understanding uh, of it could be totally my understanding of it could be totally different from anybody else's. So as I said, I purely go by what I feel and what I sense might or may exist within the halls of healing, the halls of Akashic Records, because I've been more than one, the halls of learning, etc., uh, etc. Et you know, so uh, you know, who am I to say? Because I don't know either. Uh, but I'm. Well, I'll wait to get an invite from you. I'll wait to get an invite from your mansion. <laughs> It'll always be there for you. I have someone I'm going to put on who has actually crossed over and came back. So I want everyone to welcome our own Kelly Coulter. Hi, Kelly. Good morning. Been listening. Okay. It's like so. What mansion? <laughs> what, yes. 
So what are the mansions, Kelly? When you say, in my father's house, there are so many mansions, what do you feel the mansions are? It's really interesting. I know it's a metaphor. Yeah, well, it's not just a metaphor. My my grandpa, when he was when he he, he was like he died when he was like ninety three, but there was a day when uh, he was sitting in his rocking chair in the living room, and my grandma he he was just sitting there talking, talking, talking to himself, and she shook him and she shook him and she shook him and she couldn't get him to respond to her, so she got really worried. She called my dad. He came from work, you know, came over and it's like so they stood there for a while and pretty soon my grandpa kind of woke up and came out of it and he looked at you know looked at his son and his, his wife standing there, you know, and my dad and grandma. And the first thing he says was, I think we're going to like it in the big house. And my grandma was like, what? And he says, well, you know, it says, and now he used a different word. He says, in my father's house, there are many abodes, you know, and I go to prepare a place for you. So, I mean, and he had been talking to my, my Aunt Dorothy, his, his daughter, who had died um, a number of years before that. So, it he he seemed to think that you know i mean he called it the big house so it was almost like um you know a mansion is a place also where there's a lot of rooms it can house a lot of people um and it's more like maybe a beehive of activity and it's like beloved i don't know if you've ever read you know like the journey of the souls and destiny of the souls but it's people yeah. who are yeah. on a bike wavelength and they and i mean and from from what i've seen in different places and from, you know, my mom came back and explained stuff in a different way too. So it's like, we've all had some different, you know, different ways to look at it, but there's, it's kind of like circular and there's all these hallways and there, it, it was like, it was set up just like classrooms and it's like everybody is in, I mean, it doesn't, you know, age doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what a person's age is. It's the room and it's what they're learning in that particular room. And it's like, and some of it is, you know, life review and some of it is like, you know, here's what you're supposed to do. And it's like, you know, or here's what you're supposed to learn and whatever. So it's like, but you know what I mean? But it's how literally everybody from like people who look like they were in their hundreds to you know, five and six year old children. And it's like, it was just these, you know, kind of, kind of classrooms. And it's like each of those, you know, quote people were in there learning the same thing. And I was like, wow, that's really interesting, well, you know, because I mean, there was just hallways well, and hallways that went circular thing around there like that. So I don't know. Well, can I, I, ask, I think it's, I, well, can I, I ask, it a can, I ask a, can I ask, can I ask a question, please? Oh yeah, absolutely. Kelly, you use the word people. Right. That's that's people, people that was don't, people don't people don't exist in spirit. Right. That's true. They, but they they took my my presumption was they took on forms. Been glowing balls of light. I'd have been going, what is this? <laughs> so I think I think when you know when I was there or when I was visiting, it's like um, they. I mean, you know, it's spirit because spirit is technically like a, just a glowing. A glow ball. It's just a glowing ball of light. And if I'd have seen that, I wouldn't have had any clue what it was. So it's like they showed because I was ten, and they just they showed it to me in a way that um, you know, as, as the other side often does, it's like they show it to you in a way that you can interpret and understand. So absolutely, yeah, I mean, I, because our, our our job as mediums and our only job as mediums is to give evidence that there is life after death, and we can only do that if we're able to see spirit in the form that they used to have so that we can give that evidence um, to the people here on earth who, who we connect with. Would you agree? Right. Yes, I would. 
Well, here, I'm going to throw out a question for you. And then the poor people who have been waiting, and some of them have not waited, but I feel like this is important at this time. What, so what do you feel? We know what Jerry feels. What do you feel about people who have darkness in them, Kelly, who have done poor things on earth? Do they go to those halls of beehives of learning? And if they do, why? And what separates them from the souls that, you know, that have been enlightened? And do you I, think there's a difference? Because there might not be. Well, here's where I would say, I mean, what, I mean, because I, cause I didn't deal with the dark part of it. It's like all they showed me was light and harmony. And, I mean, it was just like constant light. And it was like just peaceful and harmonious. I mean, mm-hmm. there was a lot of activity. But it's like there was no, there was no arguments. There was no strife. There was no disagreements on anything. Um, but there's a gal who wrote a book. And it's like her, um, it was Angie. Fenimore, F-E-N-I-M-R-E, and it was called um, Beyond the Darkness, One Woman's Trip to Hell and Back. It's like, it's a hard book to get a hold of because it's out of print, so it's like, you know, you have to find them at, you know, secondhand bookstores and stuff. Um, but her experience, because she went on the dark side, if you will, she tried to commit suicide, and she went to, like, this dark room, and there was, like, an elevator going down, and there was all these, you know, people that were dressed just like, you know, like, gothic and black and you know, really depressive and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And they were taking this elevator down. And then she saw this one guy huddled over in the corner, and he looked like he he was wearing clothes, like, that were, um, that would have been in Christ's time. And she wondered to herself, because she, she had herself had a, had a Christian background, she wondered if that was Judas Iscariot. And as soon as she wondered that thought, she saw this little pinpoint of light appear in the wall. So she started moving toward the pinpoint of light, and it's like when she finally, you know, got to it, they like, you know, got her through the, you know, got her through the hole, got her into the light. And she said, well, what was that about? And, and they said, well, there are places that the angels cannot go to rescue us. It's like you have to open your mind and open the thought and entertain the thought that, you know, there is light if you're in a place of darkness. So darkness and light don't coincide in the same place because they can't. It's just like, you know, we have day and night. And it's like, and there's a separation and division or whatever. So, I mean, and, you know, and quite honestly, I mean, it's, I, I don't know what happens to others. I mean, you know, it just says that God's the one, you know, God is the one that, that will judge. Actually, technically it says, you know, the father hands all the judging over to the son is what it does say. So, because the father has never been in human form, whereas the son right. not Right, not speaking religious-wise. Right. So let's use my father right. that way, or mother, or whatever, father, mother, if you want to, because everybody believes in different things. So I get it. I totally get it, and that's yeah. why I bring and evoke this stuff. So for people who ask me, you know, what happens to the person who's harmed my child or harmed my father – there really isn't an answer you can give except I always give. Karma uh, neither forgets nor you know, forgives. It's neither good nor bad, but karma has to be even. You know, their karma always exists. So if you do great stuff, you'll karmically, you know, be rewarded. If you do, do uh, things that aren't so great, karma will be also um, dealt with. So that's what I was trying to bring up in these different mansions and houses. I didn't know if they're all about light and healing and learning or actually 
different levels of spirit, meaning that you've done poorly in this lifetime, but we're going to teach you how to do better in the next, but you're going to be here until you can aspire to be there. So I didn't know how anybody felt about that. Well, yeah, I mean, and I and I have a I have a comment on that. My my friend who died yeah. last, uh, and not quite a year ago, it'll be it'll be a year in November. Um, she was, I mean, her life was just all about one train wreck after another, Hi, the way she described it. So, you know, all that all that stuff. And I was like, going, mm-hmm. okay. So I was curious, and it's like I just asked my guys. I said, what in the world did she do? To you know, to to have this kind of a you know life, it's like what in the heck happened? Why did she you know? Why did she write this? So what they showed me was, she had been one of those guys you know on the, on the you know on the galley slave ships. It's like when they chained the the prisoners to the ships and they rode. I mean, it was probably in the Roman times. Or, I mean, there was there was mm-hmm. a number of centuries where mm-hmm. you know, where they did that. She was one of the guys standing there with the whips on the slaves' back. So Karma. she had some stuff. She had some stuff that she had to come back and live through to atone for that. And it's like, I mean, yeah, she had that's exactly a son that committed suicide. That's exactly my thought. Yeah, you know, she had a daughter that was mentally retarded, that was, you know, whatever. She had a cousin that she looked after that was, you know, had dementia. I mean, she, I mean, she just had all these, you know, all this stuff. A tough life. Going on in life, like, all the time, all the time. I mean, even her kids that turned out, you know, quote, good, it's like there was a molestation of one of the daughters. There was, yeah. you know. So you're looking at karmic playing. Yeah. You know, so yeah, so you're like, looking yeah, at karma per life. So uh, I agree with you. I'm gonna have to get Jerry in here. So Jerry, how does how does that sound? I I I I'm sorry, but my um, opinion stays the same. That you're here, yeah. you're here on in this earth existence to understand the choices that you made. To me, karma is an existence that is only uh, in this earth level um, and that you are given the choice when you are presented with your book of life as to whether you wish to correct it. And I would say that, and I agree with Kelly about the, uh, and I can see the images that she was describing going down in the elevator. And that's when you know a spirit can become stuck. That's when when people like rescue mediums are called in. Uh, that's what we find when we're doing paranormal investigations. That generally the spirit energies that we connect with are ones that have, have become stuck, um, and they are, if you like, on the lower planes of exist of spiritual existence, and they have a choice whether to go to the light or whether they wish to stay where they are. It is not a rescue medium's inherent right to send everybody into the light because it may that may not be there if you want to use the word karma. But they have a I choice. Well, well, I just want to say to Sue, and then we'll get to the phones. I want to say to Sue, she says many dimensions, many worlds. I so believe in that, Sue. So yes, I get it. And if you two would stay on, we don't have a whole lot of time. And I am so sorry because we had a board full of people and now we don't because everybody knew that we were talking. So the people who have hung in with me, I am going to answer. Uh, could you keep, so what I'm going to ask you, 205, and then after that is 805. 
uh, if you could, you know, um, if you'd like to comment on anything that we've talked about and then bring your question to us because I want to get to the next caller. So 206, no, is it 205? 205, you are on with us. Hi. Hi. Um, I'm a first-time caller, so um, I really have um, been enjoying the show. My name is Patricia. Um, Hi, Patricia. Thank you. Hi. I mean, we're a talk show, so... Yes. We try to bring yes. we try to bring we try to bring some controversial things in. We teach we do all different kinds of things. So because it was Halloween, I wanted to bring more of a, you know, vibey feel and I'm glad that you enjoyed it. Usually our shows are about 2 hours or 90 minutes, but unfortunately for me, it uh, and for Jerry and, and Kelly, we don't have that time right now. <laughs> yeah. So 205 Patricia what can I'm glad you enjoyed what we were talking about and if you'd like to make a comment on anything that we talked about please feel free to do that and if not ask us a question or or, or tell yes. us what you want to know well I would like to ask a question yes I would like to ask a question um um about a week ago um I had um a, a, a dreams over a course of three nights um, I dreamed wow. that I had a baby. I dreamed that I made love to a man. I dreamed that I took care of my patient. And then um, the last and third final night, I dreamed that I got married, all while seeing the numbers 111, 1010-1212. And I would just like to know what do, what is spirit trying to tell me? I'm going to hand this to you, Jerry, and then Kelly. Uh, for what, what I'm hearing, my lovely. So what was your name again? Mm-hmm. Patricia. Thank you, Jerry. Hi, hi Patricia. Um, hi. The, the dream of, of, uh, of a baby, as I said about my medicine animal car for today, is about a new beginning or a rebirth. Um, and the dreams that you have described... To me are very symbolic about fulfillment in other words what is it in your life at the moment that you feel has not been fulfilled and what is it that you are aspiring to have fulfilled there is a fresh start ahead of you uh, the number ones to me are, uh, are very much about releasing the past and the fact that you saw three of them, the three number one, would suggest there are at least three things from your past that need to be healed and released. Then you need to give yourself permission to have freedom. Uh, and then the other numbers, uh, as I remember them, all indicate moving forwards to attain the things that you aspire to. Firstly, within the next two to ten months, and then within the next two to ten years. That's what I picked up. Wow. Thank you, Gary. Beautiful. Yes. Gary, yes. I would agree with what Jerry said. Um, the only thing in addition, I would say, is like um, when things appear in a set of three, it's, it's almost like the you know biblical things. Anytime something happens three times, it's like it's going to happen. So it's like it's definitely new beginnings, new beginnings, new beginnings. You know, there's good stuff going to happen. Thank you. 
Thank you so much um, for the confirmation. I lo- are you met? Uh, yeah. What what metaphysical genre do you aspire to? Hello. Yeah. Who who was the question? For Hello. Me? It was <laughs> it was for Patricia, but I think I think she's I have that. Maybe she hung up. I don't know. Patricia, are you there? Okay, I can't hear her. Are you here? Anyway, because you could, you know, she's a practitioner. I can feel it. So I just wanted to know what she, um, what she, uh, what she did because I can feel, you know, she knew a lot and she was looking for confirmation. So she knew, and so metaphysically, I know she's pretty. You know, she's she's enlightened. So that's great. So I am going to go to the next caller. And the next caller is 805. 805, we'd like to hear from you. Hi. Hi, Bonnie. Donna. I'm in California. Hi. How are you all? Hi. Hi, Donna. Thanks for hanging in there. Oh, my gosh, I had a full board, and then I guess we got too wordy. And, um, and, and so I do want to tell you thank you, thank you for hanging in there. Uh, is there anything you want to say about, about what we said, or would, what can we all help you with? Well, I have a question. Um, I had a vision. I was sitting up in my bed, and this was like four months ago, and there was like a tunnel. And this person is coming in, rolling in the tunnel, like swiftly coming in. And then I saw him face to face. He was cloaked in uh, black and white robes, beautiful face. Um, He didn't have a beard or anything. He was, you know, clean face. And I felt all this joy and and love, and I was just beaming with it. And then I, I felt his royalty too, that he was from the kingdom or something. And and then um, I, I felt all this lightness in my heart, and and it was just beautiful. And then he disappeared. And so I think good things are coming up for me. And I wanted to know what you were picking up as far as what's coming, what's uh, coming in for me soon. Maybe a, a relationship or more money or or something like that. Because I don't think I would have had this person come into my life like that. Uh, go ahead, Kelly, and then I'll have Jerry. Um, I'm going to say I, I, I would go with your own intuition, and I'd agree with that because um, a lot of times, you know, your your first, you know, gut feeling, hunch, whatever you have, you know, with that, um, because you know mm-hmm. your circumstances and stuff, you know, much much better than anybody else does. Um, yeah, it's like if it. <laughs> If it walks like a duck, if it quacks like a duck, it's a duck. <laughs> so, <laughs> Jerry, so because, what are you picking up? Thank you. Um, I feel that that um, spiritual energy that you saw, my lovely, was a very healing, um, highly yeah. evolved uh, being that was, as Kelly was saying, was uh, just saying to you, well, look, You've been through some really tough times. You've had all the all the real rubbish to deal with. Uh, now's the time to uh, unbox your imagination and let it run right and your intuition. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. And you know what? I, I love the I love I love the tunnel that you said he. The, I'm assuming it was a he because you said he was. Uh-huh, it's a he. Uh, yeah. Tum- it tumbling down so it's 
like a, it reminded me of like a portal. So he's tumbling down yeah, to tell you something or to make you feel. Yeah, and the, and the, and the I love the white and black robes because where there's light, there has to be darkness in order to know the light. You have to, and that has nothing to do with bad or good. It's just that if you have, you know, how would you know that there was light? If there was no darkness, if it was all light, you would never know that there was whatever, what was dark. So to me, and dark, you know, black and white are non-colors. So they always say that white represents the moon or, uh, or um, I always thought the moon was a cancer, but they say now the moon actually represents Pisces and cancer is a chariot. So if I look at the moon, and that's a Pisces sign, and then black always represents the devil, which is a uh, which is the sign for um, Capricorn. You know that card is the sign for Capricorn. Um, the devil doesn't mean the devil; it's just vices and things in your life that you have the ability to correct because that chain around both of them, the lovers. Uh, is loose, and all you have to do is magically take them off. So it's about issues. So I believe that because it was a white and a black robe, I'm looking at Capricorn, and I'm looking at Pisces. So between January and uh, Pisces is March, I, I feel, you're going to have some really cool healing and new beginnings coming in. So, uh um, as far as him being very handsome, hey, better that than, you know, looking at non. So I say go, <laughs> go, and, and I, I feel this January to March, you're going to have some really cool things coming in, especially healing, light, and maybe the porthole that opened will be your spirituality. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, terrific. Well, I'm looking forward to that. Well, coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need some changes. I want. Yeah, I'm just looking forward to some changes, and yeah, I'm at a good place. They're I mean, coming. I feel good, and I think. Oh yeah, I wanted to comment on uh, the the forgiveness. I, I I think that the forgiveness is very important in our lessons through our daily lives as we're you know alive. Also, you know, not just yeah. on the other side that we forgive, but we, we must forgive in this lifetime as well. There's so much to that. I mean, so much to that. Oh, I absolutely you know? agree. Everybody, you know, when I throw things out, it's not always what I feel or it's just throwing it out because I do believe that we learn lessons coming down here. It's earth school. And so the, the lessons we learn, like somebody said <laughs> that I am here to learn <laughs> compassion. Well, you know, am I doing a good job? If you, if you knew me when I was younger, maybe I'm not. If you knew me when I was older, I am. Maybe I've learned some. So it is all a, evolves around your earthly life. And I do believe that forgiveness, love, and compassion are why we're here. And are we learning it? Or are we going to have to come back and even learn it further? It depends on how far you get here. So I believe that forgiveness is a great, you know, virtue if you can. <laughs> Definitely. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you very Anybody, much. Uh, you're welcome. Huh? Have a great day. Have a wonderful, wonderful uh, holiday. This is the beginning of the holiday seasons, everyone. I mean, you know that when, th- well, then when, uh, 
Halloween starts, it rolls right into Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, um, Hanukkah, New Year's. It seems like now it's all those six weeks from the countdown of, you know, of Halloween, which is always on the 31st, which, you know, Hanukkah isn't, but, you know, it, it varies. So between, and you don't know what Thanksgiving is, but, you know, it could be, you know, early Thanksgiving, later Thanksgiving, because, you know, it depends on what Thursday it is. So for me, it is the kickoff of the 1st of November is trotting right through till the new year, which is 2022, all about twos, pairs, love, and I love those numbers. And I so hope everyone is ready for 2022. Maybe the end of a virus that we really have been living with for two years. So I want to thank everyone on my panel. My co-hosts are with me, and I love it. So, Kelly, if you'd like to say anything to the audience, tell everybody, you know, you're a great healer, a spirit medium. Oh, my gosh, your group is kick, you know what. And I love your healing abilities. So if you tell everybody how to get a hold of you, we'll also move right to Jerry afterwards. I just want to tell everybody, have a great weekend. Have a great week coming up. And don't let the candy get to you or anybody scare you. So go ahead, Cal. Um, best way to get a hold of me is my phone is area 307 761 4407, um, leave a voicemail or text, and eventually it gets here. Sometimes I will warn people it takes because we kind of live on the outskirts of whatever. It's like sometimes it takes a, a day or two for, uh, you know, for even a text message or a voicemail to come through. So, yeah, give me a couple days. <laughs> sometimes I get them right away. Sometimes I don't. So, um, yeah, thanks and for she is wonderful. Like, yeah. And, Jerry, please tell everybody uh, if they want to find your mansion, how they can find you. <laughs> uh, my website is senseofknowing.co.uk, and on the contacts page, there is a very simple little form to fill in um, that you can send off, and it'll it'll get to me within 24 hours about any of the uh, services, readings, animal communication, Reiki, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, that I work with. Um, you can find me on, as I said earlier, all the usual social media outlets, uh, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. Um, I'm on WhatsApp. Um, I'm also on Google Business. Um, so uh, there's lots of different ways you can get hold of me, and I look forward to hearing from you. I love it. I love everybody here. I love you all, and I want to wish everybody a healthy safe, happy, and peaceful beginning of the holiday season. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you, Jerry. I'll see you next week. Bye. Have a good one. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.